1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: That was Keith calling in the marble mouth of Crawford County. And I'm going to say it so many times that Andy's actually going to make him do it. He is the host of the new podcast. Here's the deal with the marble mouth of Crawford County, (laughs) Keith Britton. I didn't know the stakes were so high for last night's game. I had no idea. I had no idea myself. It was an official show stance. Owen had to think about it. I think he uh, I got used to come to peer, peer pressure. pressured yeah, into you, it. You yeah, used to come to peer pressure. I, uh, by the way, be careful out there, everybody. It is nasty. They were showing footage on Fox Eight with the helicopter in the sky. People are trying to make it up a hill at a ramp. I mean, it is not. It is not good out there. So take your time. I'm gonna get to these phones here in a moment because I think some people want to let let me have it. Maybe they agree with me. I'm not sure. Two one six four seven four double O ninety two. to below 92. I gave him a free pass. It doesn't mean I was thrilled and happy that they lost the game last night. I think there's reasons for it. I don't think my reasons are excuses. They play, were coming off a of back to back. They were in an emotional game against the Dallas Mavericks the night before at home. They're on the road against Chicago last night. Yes, they got smashed at the glass. The offensive rebounding was terrible last night. Absolutely. They still had 40% of the threes, which is pretty good. And how many did they shoot? 54 threes last night for crying out (laughs) loud. Now they played a double overtime game. But this is my problem with it, is that they lose that game last night against Chicago. And people are doing the same thing that they do with play calling and football with the Cavaliers. So why didn't Sam Merrill play? I got the one here on social media. Social media reactions on X brought to you by Scheib and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Why is why is Craig Porter Jr., after he just got that contract, why is Craig Porter Jr. with the charge? I go, first and foremost, guys, we can't just sit there and look at these guys and say, well, that play, that play went for a first down, so they should always just run that play, which people do that. When you're bringing back Darius Garland, when you're bringing back Evan Mobley, other guys' minutes are going to diminish. Sam Merrill, thank you very much. You stepped up. We needed you. Darius Garland is the player who they've invested more in, and he's the better player overall. So they're going to give Darius Garland more minutes, and they're trying to get it figured out within the offense here. Some of this stuff you're going to have to accept if we're going to live through the rest of the season and not drive ourselves crazy. Some of this stuff is where they're going to try to figure it out. And they are trying to figure it out against Chicago, who might be a postseason opponent for them. And they're trying to learn from Chicago because they might be a postseason opponent for them. They're the night seed, for crying out loud, so they're not that far off. So if they see something against Chicago in a good matchup now that they can use later, they're going to do that. So honestly, it's chess, not checkers. If they lose tonight, but they win in a four-game series and a sweep against the Bulls later on, who's laughing?
3: Yeah, in a weird I way. champions
2: pose over a lot of people. In a weird there. way, Ken, we, we both
3: agreed it was a show stance the day before that we were going to give the Cavs a pass because we were elated with the victory. Now, obviously, we knew, we all knew that had they have lost, there was going to be some reason they lost, and we were going to have to talk about it and decide whether this is something that's concerning going forward or not. You know, the Cavs are going to lose games the rest of the year, and they'll lose a few they're not supposed to. I don't think they're going to lose it to Detroit, But they're going to lose some games they're not supposed to. It's the NBA. Everybody, with the exception of the Boston Celtics right now, are losing games they're not supposed to lose. So I don't think we need to lose our minds, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. And yes, I know that also the Bulls, and they didn't have Caruso, they didn't have Levine, Patrick Williams out for the year. Not that he's that great to begin with. And they were on the second night of a back-to-back. And yes, I know the Mavericks won their game last night against Toronto, second night of a back-to-back. I get all that. I just am not going to lose my mind when the night before I was on cloud nine. And I feel like the Cavs deserve a little more, they a little more enjoyment over an all-time victory that I think you're going to remember for a long period of time. It That's all I'm saying.
2: It sucks that they played last night. It really does. I wish they would have played tonight. I wish they would have had a night yeah. off in between. Yeah. So, and this is about keeping myself honest. I have been critical of them and I called them the preschool Cavs before. I said, gosh, it looks like a Montessori school over there with this team over at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And I've stood by those comments in the past. I do think they've played harder, though. I think they've played tougher. I think that J- Jared Allen has obviously turned a corner here and has played a lot stronger inside with everybody here. Now, last night was not a great night. Kobe White, for whatever reason, just has these games that he turns into a legend against us. It's concerning in that with It's bothersome. It's frustrating. But I have to look at this and say, guys... I got a game against Detroit in Detroit on Friday, tomorrow. I got the Knicks on Sunday. I got Boston, which is a big one at home. Should be an electric atmosphere on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock Two right biggies. here at the field. Two Two huge, These huge games. Huge, Everyone's going to be watching. Huge basketball games. And not just everybody here. Everybody around they, the NBA going to be watching So if games. they win the next three, what, what type of idiot am I going to sound like when I'm the guy on the air for four hours in a day sitting there calling them soft? Now, I know that they could lose those games. They could lose against Boston, be embarrassed against Boston, and you can call me up and say that I made a tremendous mistake back on Thursday. I'll accept that. That's fine. But damn it, I'm not going to lose my mind after they had a tremendous game against the Dallas Mavericks where they fought back from 10 down to get themselves in a position. Yes, in a position, and they made mistakes down the stretch. Darius Garland ran them into trouble. Lyman and I bickered about whether or not he was tackled, and there were plenty of basketball coaches who agreed with you going, why is he holding the ball out like that, and why is he so weak where he's in a position to have that ball ripped out like that? I mean, we fought about that. They put themselves in position to win that game. Yes, it takes a little bit of luck to get a 59-footer at the buzzer. But damn it, they were down by 10 with two minutes left.
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
2: to go. People are turning the TV off and going to bed. I'm being fair. Rodney and Litchfield, you're next up on the fan.
3: Yeah, my, my only gripe last night was, and maybe, maybe you're talking about the strategy down the road. I would have fouled Drummond a lot more. I mean, the guy can't shoot free throws, and he was in the game at critical times. Maybe you could have, yes. Not, yes. Unless, unless you're thinking the logic is we're going to do that in the playoffs. But to me, I think you got. You know, I, I, I think if you're playing to win the game last night, I, I think Bickerstadt made a couple errors. Just me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way they're playing, but I think there was some things he could have done differently. I'm big, not a big fan of Mitchell and Garland in the court at the same time. Me personally, again. Okay.
2: Rodney, thank you very much for the call. Well, it, sorry, you might not be a big fan, but that's what you're going to see. I'm really curious to see
3: if there's a bit of a role reversal. And I, I, I we we saw how comfortable somebody who's been a two-guard his entire life in Donovan Mitchell, we saw how comfortable he was playing point during that stretch when Garland was out with the jaw injury. And it was almost a revelation to some people. Like, hey, look at look at how he is able to get the ball to all the shooters. And now the Cavs have become all of a sudden, one of the elite three point shooting teams in the league. And they're doing it with a guy who hasn't really been a point guard. And I was like, ah, that's all fine. And Danny, but Darius Scarland is a point guard. And when he comes back, he's the point guard. Donovan Mitchell goes back to the two guard and we're going to be fine. There, there are some questions about the two of those guys together. And the the good news for me is they've got time to figure it out. They do have the rest of the season to figure out. Now, If it comes at the cost of their seeding, so be it, because I I care more about the playoffs right
2: now. Mike in Brunswick, you're next up on the fan. Hello, Mike. Hey, am I on speaker? (laughs) 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 Yes, you are. Go ahead, Mike. What's up, guys? Hey, I kind of agree with both of you. You know, back-to-back, it's not the end of the world. They lost last night. Yeah, I give up 75 points to two amazing players tonight before. Obviously a crazy win. But... Going into that overtime, there was a shot of Mobley. He just didn't look like he had it. it. They all looked exhausted for good reason. But I mean, come on, you guys are getting paid to play a game. You got to play, whether it's overtime, double overtime, don't matter. Not the end of the world. I'm not getting over well, time, I don't uh, the difference is, is I don't think that there were slack assing or anything Garland, out there. Think forty four think minutes. Donovan Mitchell, forty four minutes. Mobley, forty two minutes. If if they wouldn't have had a night then the yeah, night you know, like right. they had before, maybe it would have been different. Absolutely. I mean, you make Andre Drummond look like an all NBA
1: rebounder yesterday. You got uh, DeMar DeRozan looking like he did in his prime. It's kind of crazy how bad the defense was at times. But then it was also really good at times. So
2: yep. I don't know. Not giving him a pass, but I'm still super excited for the season. So. Right. Thank you very much for the call. Man. I
3: think per minute this year, That's Andre Drummond cool. is an all time NBA rebounder per minute. He only plays. You know, 17 minutes a game, but well, when he he's averaging like nine him. rebounds in 17 minutes. Pretty, pretty is his crazy. contract almost up? You want, you
2: want to make another swing at him? Bring no, him back? No, no. I, I thought you were talking about a different type of swing at him. Uh, Lewis and Shaker. Lewis, hello, gentlemen. Lima, congratulations, Lima. I'm so proud of you. Lima. I knew you when you, when you was just a young. Never mind. Anyway, I want to know. Owen, is the kids wrestling? Good job. I want to know why Sam
3: Merrill hasn't seen the court. In two games, I just told you why Nobody Sam Merrill moves.
2: hasn't seen the court in two games. What'd you say, Ken? Repeat it. Darius Garland's back. I mean, you're you're going to have about a nine man rotation, maybe a ten man rotation by the time it all boils down. That's going to affect Sam Merrill's minutes. So maybe Sam Merrill plays in a couple other matchups that it's there. and Maybe he doesn't. He's going to go back to Cam. a different type of role player, Lewis. Cam, yeah. What? He is the best shooter. On he's not a he's not a three point shooter. He's a sniper. He's a very he seen, but does the matchup the does the matchup night by night constitute that? You got to find a way to get that man on the court, man. I I I can't do you again, can you tell me does the matchup dictate that? What did you see with the Bulls' matchup that says that he has to be on the floor other than he can hit three-point shots if he's open? Can he find a spot on the floor against their defense and against their setup? Because there's I'm plenty gone, of time. Guys. Lima brought it up yesterday morning. He, you put, he put it on Darius Garland on the inbound from Evan Mobley. Why? Because he got taken out, and he wasn't able to go and get the pass the way he wanted to. Well, there's times where Sam Merrill could get taken out by a defense, especially if Sam Merrill's playing alongside of Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. If Excuse me, if he's just playing against Donovan Mitchell. If you're playing with Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, and... Uh Sam Merrill. Well, there's gonna be times where Sam Merrill's maybe left open, or he's just not gonna be able to find a spot and you're gonna be playing four on five. And I don't think you'd have that many small guys on the floor at one time. Ken, huh. I bet I beg you differently. I love the base. Yeah, I love to beg you to differently. I know you'll we'll see you. 216-474-092. These are reasons. It's a reason for it's it a bad day yesterday. I'm not saying it So was Darius, a bad day. the good
3: news was Darius finally got hot again from three. It was seven of fourteen. That is huge. It was an inefficient night, though. He took 22 shots, scored 23 points, didn't get to the foul line once. Um, What's more I, important,
2: though, efficiency or his three-point shooting? No, I need his right three-point shooting to come back. Okay. I need him to be a willing shooter. It's a legitimate question.
3: Yes. Um, there is something, though, though, with Garland down the stretch of games. you know, the, We do know one thing for sure. End of games, even in the regular season, they allow a little more contact. Playoffs, they're allowing contact from the moment the game starts. I'm a little worried about him right now because he's been as sloppy with the ball as any point guard in the league. I think he has the second highest turnover percentage of any point guard. And that's concerning because Donovan Mitchell isn't turning the ball over when he is handling the ball. And Darius obviously is. So is he going to be able to get back to his confidence? He needs to be able to drive by guys and create. And to
2: do that, you have to be a threat in the lane to get to the bucket and to draw fouls. And that's why the next 24 games are very important, not just to win, because I want to win, and I don't want anybody to be upset, but also the next 24 games are important to figure that out and to figure out what your rotations are going to be. And so maybe we can find some spots for Sam Merrill to stretch. Coming up next, Mary Kay Cabot. Did you know that Kevin Stefanski is going to see Deshaun Watson this offseason? They're not allowed to talk football, apparently. But he's going to see him. What will they talk about? Mary Kay going to tell us next on The Fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.